Welcome back to Stadia Source, your number one source for Stadia news and reviews. This is the Stadia Source Roundtable Podcast. My name is Avery, and we got a great show tonight. We're gearing up for a fantastic discussion. With me tonight, on my left, we've got, or on my right, I guess, we got Lord Marm. Hello. We've got Dan. Howdy, folks. We got Adam, your original penguin. Evening. We got C. Trude, Mr. Lee. Good evening. And our special guest tonight, you may know him from his YouTube channel where he makes you take your medicine even when you don't care for it. It's MM2K. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for the intro. Glad to be here. Thank you for joining us. We're glad to have you for the roundtable tonight. And uh, before we get started, we just wanted to say a thank you for one million views on StadiaSource.com. Thank you very much. Uh, we hit the 1 million views mark this week, and we are so thankful to each and every one of you that has uh, visited the site, read articles, commented, liked, shared, posted. Y'all make it possible for us to be your number one, and I mean it, number one source for Stadia News and Reviews. So thank you so much uh, for being a part of Stadia Source. If you haven't been out to the website lately, maybe you're just the kind of person that says, you know what, I love your podcast, and you guys have a website? What? Then head over to StadiaSource.com, check out our articles. We've got amazing reviews. We've got uh, fantastic news articles. You're not going to find a better source for finding out your Stadia Source, because it's Stadia Source. It's in the name. It's in the name, folks. It's in the name. <laughs> so thank you so much. We appreciate it. Guys, what have we all been playing this week? I'll uh, give it a start. I'm still stuck on ESO. Uh, I'm, I'm working my way through the Somerset, uh, uh, special event that, that launched this week. Uh, but I've also started to do a little bit of Celeste. Um, y'all will be seeing a first look video and a review coming, uh, from me later this week. Um, and I gotta say, it works on Stadia. Um, that is a game where tricky, twitchy play is absolutely critical and, uh, working just fine for me so i i really enjoyed it but y'all see we'll see more about that in my video lee what have you been up all right i, I, I went the wrong way ash what have you been playing this week <laughs> um for me it's been a lot of the crew too mainly because at the moment they've released a a, a new kawasaki which is made to look like the bike from tron um oh. and then in a few weeks time i think it's on the 26th of august then bringing out the DeLorean, two versions of that, that as well as uh, the Car from Night Rider kit. So, if something special doesn't happen when you hit 88 miles an hour in that, it's going to be <laughs> real sad. Like, it just has to. How about you, Dan? What have you been playing this week? Uh, I don't know if you saw by my tweet. Um, <laughs> I've been playing Monopoly. <laughs> and, uh, yes. Yeah, I I, uh, I beat the missus at Monopoly and she wasn't very happy. So um, definitely not a game to be uh, to playing with loved ones is uh, Monopoly on Stadia. Um, <laughs> See, y'all in, in the in Dan's household, it's no holds barred Monopoly. I mean, they just the gloves are off. Flip the board digitally. Uh, no wonder it's uh, it's rough and tumble. It was it was I, I I was going to offer a trade and then I realized the error of the trade like a reason why I shouldn't do it and then it was in the doghouse because I didn't do the trade. So How dare you, Dan? Even though, How dare you. Even though I'm quite within my right to rescind it if I wanted to, but whatever. Um other than that been playing a bit of the crew as well, so uh with Ash. Yep. Um uh, 
Jim in the chat saying, if you hit 88 miles an hour, you teleport into a PS4 or Xbox server. I don't know that I would want to do that, Jim. That's no, not, no. I don't know about that. Adam, what have you been playing this week? Uh, I've mostly been sticking to some uh, Red Dead. I have been playing a bit of Ember. I've been helping out the uh, Ember devs um, do some bit of bug hunting and whatnot and just enjoying the game, really. Uh, despite it being out on early access, it's, it's pretty good fun. Um, and it's certainly the sort of game that you can just hop on, do a mission, hop off, you know, to fill a little bit of time. But uh, mostly I've been playing Red Dead Redemption, doing my uh, my playthrough. I'm doing a slow playthrough where I take my time and I'm going to try and get all the achievements for it this time around. Very nice. Have you uh, got, tried any of the new... Uh, have you tried the Red Dead Online stuff yet? Just what? still single player campaign. Um, I've been sticking to single player mostly because I own Red Dead on the PlayStation and I got it when it first came out and I played Red Dead Online to death. Um, and because you can't transfer your character between platforms, I, I've i got too much on the PlayStation to want to start it all over again. Uh, so I may try the new update on the PlayStation at some point when I can be bothered to turn it on, but I know that. I've got probably a 5 gigabyte or 10 gigabyte update waiting for me the moment that I try and launch it. And it I've got to be honest with you, it's just making me go, I can't be bothered. There's there's almost an existential dread about knowing that the game you have on a, a, on a downloadable device, it's just waiting for you there. And the patch is just hovering in the background. And um, that's kind of what the selling point is, I think. Lee, what have you been playing this week? Uh, this week I've sunk uh, some more time in F1 2020. The uh, my team mode and that is very addictive. It just keeps you coming back and coming back to it. Um, little surprise, nobody that I've been back on Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Lee so is now I, um, entering our 945 of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, I am just. I am on the last episode of the uh, the first Blade um, DLC, which has been excellent so far. And then I might stop. I'm nearly at level 50 as well, so I might just get there, finish this, get to level 50, and I might just put it to the side for a while. Um, other than that, just some more um, Rogue Company, which I've been playing on Xbox, and a little bit on GeForce now as well. Been splitting it between the two. Very fun. MM, what have you been up to this week? Well, besides dying a trillion times in Monster Boy, uh, <laughs> dying a trillion more times in the Division 2. I don't know what the hell they did. But they nerfed every single gun, gun, and they've OP'd every single enemy. So it's it's been a laugh watching my streams the last few days. So that that's pretty much been it. It's dying, dying, and more dying. So it's live, die, repeat. Yeah, uh, but exactly. Version. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> uh, well, good stuff, guys. Let's get into the news, and we have got uh, it's it's the last week of the month, which means we've got. August Pro Game News. Um, Stadia announced several uh, new games this week, both new to the platform games and games we already have coming on Pro, uh, including two brand new games to the platform, Strange Brigade and Kona. Now, Kona we already knew about, we've known about for quite some time, uh, but Strange Brigade, they just announced uh, maybe a week or two ago as, you know, new shooters coming to the platform. Uh I know that Strange Brigade has uh, been released elsewhere. Has anybody uh, given either uh, given Strange Brigade a try anywhere? Um, I've not tried it, but I have logged into it. And for me, it's 
it's really just not the kind of game I'd play, to be honest. Yeah, I it's, think it's, I'm in the same boat. It's a supernatural co-op action-adventure shooter uh, kind of game uh, set in... in uh, no, I guess not set in ancient Egypt, but... Uh, Set, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting looking game. The, the name is interesting, Strange Brigade. Um, I've got to say, I'm a big fan of Rebellion and all the time. I've I've always enjoyed my uh, Sniper Elites more than my Sniper Ghost Warriors. Um, so whilst I haven't played this, and even Zombie Army was new to me, um, considering how how well I feel I feel they make their titles, I can imagine this being good fun even if it's a little bit um a little bit different to what i would usually play i'm definitely i'm looking forward to it and and rebellion has gone hard in for uh stadia like they they are bringing out lots of titles so it's always good to see a no matter the size of the developer whether it's a modus games or whoever it's always good to see these developers saying you know what let's do it whole catalog let's get as much as we can on there We've also got Kona, uh, where you are a detective in Canada, in the frozen north. Uh, well, the frozen north of me, the very far west of, of y'all, uh, some of y'all. Uh, the trailer for this one looked interesting. Um, I kind of like detective-y, atmospheric, puzzle-y kind of games. Um, I grew up on Myst uh, on the, the Macintosh, so, you know, of course I like that kind of game. Uh, anybody else interested in this one? Yeah, I think I think that's something i'm gonna at least try um depending on the price point i think um or whether it's going to be like pro or something so um if it's pro definitely if not then we'll have to see how much it's going to cost yeah uh we've got a couple folks in the chat stadia kingdom strange brigade is a game looking forward to uh and zombie army is the best game on stadia from cloudy i wonder why they think that if you watched any of their live streams you might know that they like that game We've we also did. got a couple. <laughs> we've also got a couple of uh, known titles, existing titles coming to. We had the other Metro games released a while back, and now a second one, in addition to Metro Exodus, is coming onto Pro. Um, have any of you actually bought Metro Twenty Thirty Three, and now you're regretting it, or uh, uh, fan of the series? Big fan of the series, but my partner luckily was the one who bought it, um, and he's uh, he's a little bit annoyed. But at the end of the day, it was pretty cheap. It was very reasonable for um, for what is a AAA game. So I'm 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 not that fussed that we spent the money. M- more so because it's not my money that was being spent. So um, on a show we just did prior, I, this is the first time I've ever heard somebody say that they didn't like the Metro games was Eddie, and we almost had him carted off the show. You know. Um, <laughs> I love no. I, I love Metro Twenty Thirty Three. Uh, it's the makeshift nature of the weapons is unique. I think it adds to the allure of the game and the airiness of it. So I highly recommend. I mean, it's great that it's free, but if you never played this game, I, I definitely suggest giving it a try. Yeah, I, I've so so. You're gonna have your second person now. Oh no! Um, <laughs> I don't. So I don't do scary games, and and you. we've said over and over again. Uh, hey, y'all, tell me in the chat. I'll do a live stream of it, and I'll scream like a little girl. It's I'm telling you, it's coming. But the first time, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, you're my brother. <laughs> we can play this game together. We can do these together. We'll stream together. Um, the I played the free one for. 
five minutes and I'm in the little tunnel or subway or whatever it was. And then the first, I'm just like, there's a door and I know, I know something's going to come out of me out of that <laughs> God dang door. And I open the door and bang, and I just, nope, hit the stadium button, turn it off. Couldn't do it. So can't. I, yeah. I'm exactly the same in the Metro games. I'm too scared to play them. <laughs> free is free. I, tried, so. I did. I did try with the. I think it was Metro Twenty Thirty Three on PlayStation. I did try it, and I was like, nope, nope, nope. I'm out. Yep. I don't just no. I'm a scaredy scary, cat. Scary games don't scare me at all. Now, my my first one of the first games I ever played on the PlayStation One was Resident Evil. So, yeah, well, and I, I was like in primary school at the time. So. Yeah, it's funny you say that, Dan, because I was exactly the same. The first PlayStation game I played was Resident Evil. My brother had a PlayStation, and uh, he let me play Resident Evil, and I was able to play that game absolutely fine, start to finish, no issues. <laughs> but as I got older, I just got absolutely terrified of scary games, and I don't know why. I so for me, I, I'll I'll share my Resident Evil memory. Uh, it's another game where I started to play it, and then that little like almost cut scene where you walk up the like anytime you go to a staircase and they walk up the stairs to the door, and then they open the door, and then it's back into the game. And then it was one of the hallways where then immediately so no no off off off. <laughs> so clearly, cut scares jump scares, not my thing. So. But it's okay. Don't have to be for everybody. A game that is more along my speed is uh, Just Shapes and Beats. This is a game that I've been looking at forever because it looks really fun, and I like kind of rhythm games. I like um, you know bullet hell type games. And uh, but I knew, I just knew it was gonna come on Pro. If y'all watch previous episodes of the podcast, I know I've said it before, and I knew it, and I was right, and I'm getting it for free on Saturday, free. Uh, so I'm I'm excited about this one. Has anybody played this one? I haven't, unfortunately. But with it being free, now I will. <laughs> mm's uh, mm's video kind of got has the shapes and beats going on with it so yes <laughs> and, and and hopefully you don't cart me off uh, but that's as far as i'll get the closest i'll get to shapes and beats unfortunately i'm very <laughs> superficial with blood and guts and shaping beats i don't know i mean but it's great that it's there i, I don't know i could be a, a liar and be playing the thing like crazy as soon as it releases who knows <laughs> and we got mileage gamer couldn't handle resident evil 7 but shapes and beats looks really fun. Me and you, where where it's it's Miles. That's uh, I believe that's Miles from the review squad here at Stadia Source. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm right right there with you. Uh, the other game that we've got coming, uh, free on pro, they've been doing this kind of like first of the month, middle of the month thing for a couple months now, which I'm totally fine with more free games is better. Uh, rock of ages three. So rock of ages three came out, uh, uh last week or earlier this week on other platforms, uh, and but we're not getting it yet because we're getting it for free. I'll take that. I'll take that little bit of a trade-off. Um, this is another game that looks very interesting to me, just rolling boulders and smashing things. and um, it, it feels kind of like a lot of mobile games that I've played, but I'm totally down with this one as well. Uh, thoughts on Rock of Ages 3? Again, you know me. If it's free, I'll play it. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm, um, it's a yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. it. Yeah. yeah. It does look a whole lot of fun. Yeah. We'll see if we can um, get a group together and smash things. Yeah, for me, I, I played one of the last ones, found it hilarious. Um, and with it, the art style of the game as well, and being quite similar to uh, Monty Python, again, for me, it's one of those games I can't turn down. 
for me, I'm a little bit worried about this one, actually, because I took part in the AMA on their Discord not that long ago, and I asked them about some Stadia-specific stuff. I asked them if it would be pro. I asked them if they knew what the resolution was going to be. Um, asked them if there's crossplay. To let you know, by the way, on Rock of Ages 3, you can make custom maps. The maps are cross-play, cross-platform, I suppose, not cross-play. Um, but you can't play with other platforms. But you, but a bit like Trials Rising, you yeah. can download maps that have been made, for example, on the PC. You just can't play with a PC player. Um, however, I'm a little bit worried because it seems to have changed hands between developers twice, and it was already outsourced. Um, at, I recently asked them just for some information regarding... Um, like the resolution and what we can expect for uh, with it, but I had to. I was bounced between a few studios because it swapped hands a few times. So I'm a little bit worried that this might not actually be available in uh, on the 14th of August, or if it is, it might not be, um, let's say, as polished as maybe it is on the other platforms. Yeah. I mean, go ahead, Dan. Put a bummer on everything. I was just going to say, what with um, like a game like this, obviously there's going to be quite a lot of like particle physics and stuff in it as well. So, you know, I mean, I'm hoping that it will kind of highlight some of Stadia's actual power, kind of like similar to how Orcs Must Die has loads of people on screen at any one time. Do you know what I mean? I'm guessing with this game, it's going to be quite resource intensive as well. So, that's just my hope for the game, anyway. Uh, I imagine it will be because they are using dynamic resolution as well. Yeah. So, so you're saying that Adam, that you you participate in these AMAs and developers just didn't give a whole lot of information and didn't seem super confident in what they were talking about. We've never seen that before with AMAs. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's more that the de- the developer who was answering the AMA hasn't worked on the Stadia port because they'd outsourced it. And then they said, go speak to these people. So I went and spoke to those people. Um, but their contact form was broken, so it took me a while to get hold of them. Um, and then they said, oh, we're not handling it. We've passed it on to these people. And I was like, oh, for goodness sake. And then I got all my questions answered in one email. So <laughs> Ring around the rosy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Heaven, heaven forbid uh, organization happens at all. Uh, we got one other major announcement on uh, uh, Tuesday, and that was the launch of 4G and 5G mobile streaming. Uh, so if you are a person who enjoys destroying your data cap, then you can head on to the experiments tab underneath your profile and opt in for 4g and 5g play on wireless uh particularly useful if you want to use the touch controllers you do if you want to use your actual controller you do have to hardwire in because you're not connected to wi-fi at that point uh but they it looks like they made a little bit of technical adjustments for this as well because the normal um Minimum setting stream 720p uh, indicates that it's going to use about four and a half to five gigs of data, whereas the you know fine print on this is saying it's going to be like closer to two and a half gigs of data per hour of play. So that's I don't know if that means they're downsampling to 480, if they're changing some of the the options there, uh, but. 
it's an interesting idea. I have unlimited data. Thank you, T-Mobile. But uh, what about y'all? Is this something that interests you at all? Do you? Is somebody going to find serious overages on this? Um, I have some speculation on why it is why it requires less data, because obviously we can't go. They're not allowing 4K on mobile anyway. Um, so they, I doubt they're using the VP9 codec. I imagine they're using H2. Uh, what's it, h265 or h264 64 mm-hmm. yeah so i imagine they're using that and they are increasing the compression so it may be that the stream coming to your phone isn't it's not like with the chromecast where it sends a regardless of what the game resolution is it sends a 4k stream it might be with this one it sends a 1080p stream mm-hmm. uh, which is then further compressed down to 480 yeah. or 720 whatever it is that's just um speculation though but that's how i can see it work and there's no point in having vp9 on a mobile when um there's there's only a handful of graphics cards nowadays that that can decode vp9 i have the worst eyesight in the world i tried it out and i will say that with my horrible eyesight it looks like it's 720p to me um looks like a 720p 60 here's the thing that sucks though uh i don't have great T-Mobile service like Avery. I have Sucky Cricket Service, which is an offshoot brand of the watered-down oatmeal brand of AT&T. So they throttled my service. They, it was like they were sitting there waiting like, yeah, we wish you would. Um, and it was staggering. So I, out of curiosity, just as a note, real quick, I said, I wonder if xCloud does this. So I sat my phone down, I hooked it up, I hooked up xCloud, and I did the 4G on xCloud. And my phone literally stood up, looked at me and said, what the hell are you doing? And laid back down <laughs> like it was horrible. So just off of my rough shot experiment there, I can say that the Forge, for what it's worth, the 4G usage for me was a hell of a lot better than xCloud. And I think that's something that's noteworthy. Yeah, not to mention you're with just the, the, the mammoth number of data centers and um, that it's truly, I don't know if, if xCloud's doing anything in-app different than uh, Stadia is, but uh, we, we just know that Stadia's going to be better. We just know, right? Okay. <laughs> um, I will just That's say, it, I'll try it. I would just say as well, for anyone who is on an um, unlimited plan, do check your terms and conditions on the contract, because yep. while they do say unlimited, they're not always lim- unlimited. They are, a lot of them are still restricted, exactly. whether it's up they to lie. a terabyte. Exactly. Whether it's up to a terabyte or even 20 gig and it says unlimited anyway, because they don't expect you to use that much. I've fallen into that trap before. And any UK users, we have got an article on the site where we where I've gone through all of the um, gone through all of the major competitors who are offering unlimited 4G and or 5G. And after reading their small print, none of them have hard or soft data cap so soft data cap is where they throttle the speed once you yeah. reach a certain um uh, certain threshold so all of the ones on there should be kosher um unless they've changed any terms and conditions since i um published the article since we published the article i should say on stadiasource.com your number one source for stadium news and reviews check out that article um i think this is cool i i don't I like playing with the keyboard. I haven't really, or the the uh, controller, and I haven't really 
gotten the hang of the touch controls yet. So I think this will be useful for me at like uh, at Christmas time. We go to my in-laws and my mother-in-law has Wi-Fi and it's perfectly fine. And I played uh, half as many hours on Assassin's Creed as Lee has uh, while I was there. So roughly 7,000. Uh, but then I went to my father-in-law's house who has a 13-inch CRT TV. And that's his entire world of technology. Uh, so there was no Wi-Fi. Uh, and of course I was not able to play Stadia. So th this time around I might be able to like take my controller and the claw and play on 4G and be perfectly fine with it. Um, so might have a better Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> this time around. Um so one other, uh, you know, there, we also got a few other announcements. We've seen several announcements recently of new games coming or um, trailers, ESRB ratings, uh, USK ratings, blah, 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 ratings, everybody rate everybody, um, including uh, Celeste, of course, which we've talked about that launched on Tuesday. Uh, we've also seen uh, ratings for Ari and The Secret of Seasons. I mentioned that in the newsfeed post, uh, and there is an article up on the uh, on the site about that. Uh, Spirit Fairer, we just got announced today in a dev Q&A, will be coming day and date, uh, which is fantastic. We're going to talk a little bit more about day and date in just a little bit. Um, also, the news that People Can Fly, uh, the group behind Outriders, is doing a AAA title targeting streaming platforms. So, kind of a kind of a goodly amount of news there for games. Any of these, um, you know, interesting to you guys, or you know, thoughts on on us getting these announcements, even if they're not coming from Google? The AAA game, I'm excited to see. Um, I know it's going to yeah. be a long time before we get that, um, but I mean. The, the 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 problem is with this news article. It says targeting streaming platforms. That doesn't necessarily mean Stadia because there are other streaming platforms. But I think it's probably a safe bet to what? say. No, there's what? There aren't. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to publish it on Ouya. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and please do. Yeah. Duncan would be happy. <laughs> See, the only thing that makes no, me actually think is on live, isn't he? It makes think the talking about Stadia with that is because I know they mentioned streaming platforms, but obviously they, they also say they're doing it on PC, whereas PC would just be through GeForce now, if it's coming to the Epic Store or Steam. Of course, xCloud would be if it goes on to Games Pass. Um, well, I don't know PS you... now, but... Sorry to interrupt. Um... No, no, you go down. Um, you just reminded me of something. Uh, apparently, there was a... I can't remember when, which one of you posted it, but there was a thing about um, an interview with one of the game developers... Um, about what the process was for making the game or something. You remember what I'm on about? I think Lee, you might. Yes, uh, the. I remember what game it was now, but there's a spirit basically, fair, uh, interview that launched today. No, it was a few days ago. But basically, they they kind of went into the process of making a game for Stadia, and one of the things that they said at the end of it was um, that the process of making a game for Stadia is very much like um, making a PC like Paul, of the game. So if technically they make a version for Stadia, there's no reason why there's very... like It's a very, very simple process to be able to port a Stadia mm -hmm. game to a PC game. Yep. So, um, yeah, if they're making it for PC, I'm guessing it works the other way around as well. Technically, any PC game would be quite easy to port to Stadia. So, Yeah. Maybe I remember the article. I just I can't it. remember. I can't remember who it is either. Yeah. It's just yeah, like sure right that, on the tip of my tongue. Are you sure? If you can find it on StadiaSource.com. The AAA dev interview. Well, yeah. No, it, yeah. it was for a game. No, it's already no, no. on Stadia. It's already there. Oh, okay. 
Well, and, and to that point, that's that's what I derived from you guys is stadium source and one source for stadium news. That's what I derived from your interview that you guys <laughs> did with the AAA developers that, you know, the 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 cohesiveness between PC and stadium development is is like one V one. And well, no, I don't let me not overstate it, but it, it's very similar. You know what I mean? So and I think that's a good thing. But I mean, it's good to see if like people can fly, come out and actually mention streaming you know, platforms as an actual, you know, target there. So that's, it's good to see that because they could have just said, listen, it's coming to next gen consoles and PC. And then, you know, you can be left guessing, is it going to come to Stadia? Is it not? But the fact that they mentioned streaming platforms in particular, it just makes you think it's going to come to Stadia. Mm-hmm. Especially and, and as, point, as Outriders is coming to Stadia in 2021 yeah, and, as well. And, and at this point, that basically means xCloud, GeForce Now, and Stadium. So, but at the, at least at this point, uh, and even two K, you're probably a little closer to this than than I am, or maybe some of us. It mm-hmm. doesn't sound like Microsoft has announced any. Um, ah, it was an article about Celeste. Um, mm-hmm. Where they talked about that. Uh, it doesn't sound like XCloud has any cloud specific features mm. that like mm. like Stadia does. So it's just you're just streaming the game. So it's nothing different. Well, than, right. I would. I, that's I, that's where I, I would be. No, no, you're right, but I would be very cautious because here's what happened. I mean, and it's great that you brought that up, Avery. I think Xbox. I, I want to say like late last year they tested the waters. They dipped their toe in the pool to see what people would respond to to Stadia. I mean, not Stadia, but XCloud exclusive feature slash games. And there was a big fervor. What? What are you doing? Why is there XCloud exclusive anything? And they backtracked. Now we know as of late. Microsoft has done a lot of backtracking to try to fit their new um, product placement. So we don't know. That could come back. That could definitely come back, especially if we see success on um, Google's front with crowd play, crowd choice, click to play. Oh, they definitely. So what I'm basically trying to say in, in, in short is that they I think they are working now on the capabilities for exclusive stuff for xCloud. I mean, how can you not if you're if you're doing a cloud first platform where you're not theoretically not limited by the hardware. Now, of course, they're until they decide, well, xCloud can be more powerful than the Series X. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Then, you know, otherwise it's going to be on Series X blades and, and, and yeah. yeah, you know, but it would be particularly the more popular Stadia gets. It would be really kind of dumb of them not to try to figure out stuff that you could only do on xCloud because yes. right now stuff you can only do on Stadia is a massive selling point that they exactly. cannot compete with. Yes, it, absolutely. It's worth, worth, worth noting on this one is that Microsoft Flight Simulator, I'm fairly sure, is using some sort of cloud in the develop or cloud usage in the development. There's something. There's definitely something. I read something earlier that it, it by playing it, you use like X amount of gigabyte of data. Well, I mean, um, it, it is. People it are is saying, well, how, how can that be if it's meant to be an offline game? But I'm fairly certain Microsoft are using the, the, the you know cloud in there somewhere for for some part of the game. It is a flight simulator, so clouds are probably in there, if I had to imagine. <laughs> I knew there was a joke in there. Um, I think, I, no, I think it's got something to do with the, you know, obviously it's a, like a, a real-world map that they're using, and I'm, I'm fairly sure it's something to do with that along those lines, like keeping it updated or something. <laughs> it's Bing, it. just Bing Earth. <laughs> Does Bing have an Earth version that you just hover over terribly outdated <laughs> maps that nobody's ever looked at? Uh could be, um, you know, some of the other games that they announced, um, the the Spiritfarer one. I gotta say, I've seen this uh, 
trailer in every single indie game stream in the past several months. Like, uh, or in the past month, this game has been in it. So in as much as we are getting it for Stadia, um, it's coming day and date. Uh, it looks really it looks really cute. The whole concept of it is your it's like a, a, a management game about death. So that's cheery. Uh, but it looks super cute and I'm, I'm kind of excited uh, to, to see that. Uh, we'll, we'll find out. Uh, at least on uh, we think it's the weather API that updates the weather in real time. So yeah, that could be it, Antonio. What... Exactly that could be it. I knew it was something along those lines. <laughs> Rock is apparently not a fan of my puns. Uh, but it's okay, Rock. I still love you, brother. It's okay. Um, I just, I just saw, sorry, I just saw James comment there as well about Crackdown 3. Obviously, the Crackdown 3 multiplayer used uh, the cloud as well for a uh, 100% destructible environment. So, what um, happens if you're offline then? Nothing. Oh, it was, it's it's just so boring. Just, you know. Oh, um, there is uh, one other thing to mention today. The uh, we, we got a, a Stadia community survey that uh, was requested on Discord and the Reddit and everywhere else uh, for feedback on Stadia. Um, I I am glad to see that they are doing this. This to me seems like the first time they've really put out a large scale push for community driven feedback other than the stuff that they get those weird replies that you get from stadia twitter with the thumbs up thumbs down emoji that i guess is asking for feedback on how they did even though they never answer my questions um but this survey uh was was kind of cool uh, to see apparently you can't click on links and embedded uh things but hey we got a button because that's what yeah, we do here we make buttons. <laughs> um, so, of course, it's in Google Forms. Of course, it's in Google Forms. But um, on the one hand, I'm excited to see this. On the other hand, I kind of got a feel for the people that are going to have to siphon through these. Because there's a couple of any other feedback sections, and those are going to be... Yeah, right. I chose that twice. That's going to be rough. I don't know. Yeah. I, hopefully people are remembering the human here, but uh, probably not. I'm not, I'm not going to go into details what I wrote, but if they knew my name, I would probably be banned from Stadia. <laughs> to be honest. What? What is my controller seem bricked all of a sudden? I don't understand. I'm a founder. We're going to yeah. be looking at the uh, job sites, and we're going to see a community manager opening <laughs> no, no, very no, shortly. I'll set his highest resolution to 240p. <laughs> Why does this feel like it's running at four frames a yeah. second? I don't understand. I won't go into full detail, but I will say with one of the other sections, I did say that the uh, social media side does need a bit of a, re a redo. Mm. Yeah. I, it, I did think, so some of the questions, uh, I'm totally not going to hit submit on the end of this, but uh, just because I don't want to like, Blame yeah. out their uh, mechanisms here, but like, are you satisfied with the social media content? Okay, uh, does it make you want to increase games? I mean, some, you know, it's fine for me. But then I liked these questions about, um, you know, what content do we currently post that you enjoy the most, and what would you like to see more of? Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping that I'm hoping you know, news features, game related announcements are the ones that really um, get the most view. Like community blogs are super nice because they give us the game announcements and the stadium features. The connects are good because they give us the game related. Uh, but like. It does strike me that they could be doing a lot more when mm. it comes to demo videos, gameplay videos. The fact that they're like, it's the Stadia channel and there are no gameplay videos. Like, yeah. 
that's amazing to me. It, or at least yeah. they could like make playlists of community creators. Yeah, I think I, Rock I think... has a good point here. Just I, I just put in quickly. Um, I think Rock has a good point here that yeah, you know I mean, if if you think what Steady are doing is uh, is great and you have no problems with it, um, be sure to obviously give them positive feedback as exactly. well because um, the positive stuff helps just as much as the negative. Really, I mean, it's, it's all things yeah. around about. But yeah, yeah, yeah go tell ahead them what there. they're doing yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. The overarching purpose is to yeah is to let them know what yeah what what they're doing right and where they can do better. So it's always good as someone who's worked in customer service. You know, and, and manage the customer service area. You never get those manager calls where like, "Hey, I loved it that 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 Joe did so and so." It's like, what the hell are you guys doing over there? So, the you know, mantra of my life has been: nobody calls customer service because they're happy. Exactly. Or absolutely. IT support, for that matter. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, my computer's working absolutely fine. Just, <laughs> yeah. I just thought you should know everything's great. How are you today? But, Have you watched I the latest to- season of Sabrina? You know. <laughs> I try to do it as like if if I have to put a, if I have to put a negative in there, I try to put a positive too, just to kind of balance it out a little bit. So that's what I did in my submission anyway. I Pretty sure regular means a uh, negative. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter not being a a bot. I'm assuming is what you mean there. Oh yeah, <laughs> bot would be nice. And yeah, it, you know you gotta. It, it is important to remember the human. Like that's I think that's mm-hmm. Reddit's motto or whatever else that's. Um, you know, tell them what they're doing good because then they'll do more of it. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, tell them what they need to improve on because exactly because that's what they're after. Yeah. <laughs> Jem, who is generally a very cheery, upright person, <laughs> apparently not so much in the Stadia community survey, but that's okay. We 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 understand and we appreciate. It's just a middle finger emoji. Yeah. <laughs> over and over and over again. So we got, we got a we got a weird interesting piece of news today and that is that a uh, a youtuber named kareem karim jovian is mm-hmm. going to be doing a uh, stadia crowd play stream on monday um and i've got some breaking news for you uh we just during this podcast uh got some replies from stadia pr to let us know that yes indeed stadia is currently working on youtubers live stream integration betas with partners so it's real youtube is now hitting in beta uh youtube integration is hitting in beta which means on monday Kareem is apparently going to be showing us some Mortal Kombat aftermath uh via stadia via direct youtube integration with with, I'm going to put a finger quote on this, crowd play, because I don't really know if it's actually crowd play, because we've heard literally nothing about that, or if it's just click to play and he's going to throw the link in the chat. Uh, but what do you guys think about this? This came out of nowhere today. I think... Um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't really know who this person is. Um... <laughs> you, you're you not familiar with Karim Jovian, the no, world... <laughs> <laughs> who has literally never posted a gaming video on his yeah. site ever. That's he's got 2.1 million yeah. subs on YouTube. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And and I think someone said he's got like a few thousand followers on Twitch or something, um, which he doesn't really, uh, you know what I mean, game on that much. So I'm, I'm wondering why they've chosen um, this person to be a vessel for this, you know what I mean, investigation. Not this investigation. This test, sorry. Um... Yeah, 411 subscribers. Yeah, he started a new... So his main channel has... uh, Are we famous now? 2.1 million. That's where I would want him to do this stream. 
Exactly. Because we need yeah. these people exactly. to see it, not the 411 people over here. Um, <laughs> We've got more followers than that. Right. So why, why we done it? By the way, hit that subscribe button down below if you're in the stream right now. Hit that subscribe button and hit the like button while you're down there. Um, yeah, I mean, cool that they're doing this. Uh, maybe this means we're going to start hearing more. Um, uh, we're going to start hearing more. Uh, news about people doing these articles or doing these integrations but um yeah it's, it's very I random i think it's weird that this is the first sort of instance of you know live youtube integration we've seen for stadia and we heard about it through some guy we don't even we've never even heard of <laughs> i mean it goes back to that to that customer you know that 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 survey they just sent out is stadia pr should be blasting this from the rooftop so this is this is going to happen on monday you know what I think is going on? I think they truly are start I don't want to say make a pivot, but I, I think they're truly opening the lane for what may be a target demo for them. And I've heard from various sources that their target demo is actually single females in their late twenties to early thirties. So this is a this is a dashing looking young man. So maybe, you know, maybe they figure that that'll that'll help in that cause and being that he does other things and a lot more people that watch youtube videos they had because they have the data they realize play games they figure hey this will be a great source um for us to get our our, our news now or, or get the word out to to our target demos now to us if the guy doesn't has never picked up a joystick from what we know we could care less but to that target demo um he might mean something also okay. he I saw a tweet from him where he says, don't forget to subscribe to my new gaming channel channel where I will be trying out crowd play with you guys. So to Avery's point, he might be doing both. Hmm. He might be yeah, doing both his... channels. And I hope so. Yeah, and hopefully it will, he'll at least cross stream it or something. Cause 411, I mean, it will get bigger. He's got 50,000 followers on Twitter or 70, something like that. Um, yeah. So, you know, hopefully it'll, it'll get a little bit better. But uh, I was, <laughs> you moved so fast. I was going to say, that was also my target demo, but that was like five years ago before I met my wife. Um, so, and she falls in that, in, in, in that, uh, in that demo. <laughs> so, um, and I, the one thing that's I'm making excited. me think that it's not really crowd play, per se, is the fact that it's Mortal Kombat, and that's not a game that we've had confirmation that Crowdplay is going to be coming to. Mm. But it could literally just be, here's a link, first come, first serve, really. Yep. But we'll, we'll have to wait and see on the day, I, I think. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. we'll yeah. just say that, um, obviously, we've known that this is coming for quite a while now, like Gems found stuff in the code for YouTube streaming and all that. Um, so to get it actually confirmed now that it is in the works, that's obviously awesome to know. I thought I was muted for a second then. Um, but then at the same time, do when that. don't, I'll, I'll give us the 30 second countdown. Um, no. but then when we've got people like PewDiePie and, uh, Ninja then coming on with, uh, YouTube gaming, you've then got mm -hmm. to wonder why, obviously going with what MM just said about the target audience, you've then also got to wonder why they didn't also choose one of them two to also test it. Cause while they've got different demographics, they do have more followers to then try and bring new people across and alakazam in the chat had a good thought you know some of the they they did the whole youtubers trying stadia thing with promoted uh videos mm -hmm. earlier mm -hmm. in the year and the reaction was muddled at best yeah um so if this 
there's I, I've mentioned this before when talking about the change in marketing strategy whereas at the beginning of the year it was due to the big hair play stadia anywhere techno woo like that whole marketing strategy is gone now and everything they're doing is like person in a living room with a controller saying you can play stadia on any device and you can mm -hmm. buy it or you can get it on pro and this would fall in line there if they are going for folks who do lifestyle channels and vloggers and things um you know of that nature uh eddie thinking it might very well be crowd play if he broke an embargo uh you would think that uh he would either be able to say he's doing crowd play or say the game he's doing, but not both. If it is not a game that we know we're getting crowd play on. Mm -hmm. um, let's not forget though, that uh, we have crowd play. Crowd play was confirmed coming in the last, not the last blog post. That was yes. That uh, today, wasn't it? Uh, last week's blog post. It was confirmed that it's coming. Well, we know we're getting it in dead by daylight. Um, yeah. Super Mama man, Baldur's Gate, like there are several games where we know it's coming, and some of those are supposed to come out this month or next month. So uh, there were a, a couple other fingers crossed. Maybe we get a couple other pieces of news <laughs> uh, that that kind of hit today. The the random Mafia One remastered uh, rating that kind of hit today on Brazil's rating site. If I'm yeah. not terribly mistaken. Uh, so we know that when things get rated, again, the speculation warning, 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 warning. Just because it's rated doesn't mean it's coming soon. But we already knew, uh, we knew about Mafia 2 Remastered. Did we know about Mafia? We knew about these, right? We knew about both of these. Mm. I'm not completely mm. insane. Just mostly. Mm -hmm. uh, so kind of cool that we're getting that. Um, so let's talk about though we have already kind of mentioned this i want to talk about a new segment on the show grab your chokers and fishnets and turn on the black light it's time for the hot topic i i get it <laughs> you all can tell me how lame that was in the chat i was scared that's the hot tea that's different uh, <laughs> had to do something guys um so going forward every week, I want us to take one of the kind of the hot topics that are in the community and uh, give a little bit more of our thoughts and, and views on that. And in this particular week, one of the kind of, it was a new story because it wasn't a new story because it was a new story because it wasn't a new story. And it's that Destroy All Humans came out this week. And for months, Destroy All Humans has had the Stadia logo right there at the end of the uh, at the end of the, the trailer. Um, they, we've never had any indication that we were not getting it day and date. Unlike, say, Cyberpunk, where they've said it over and over and over again. Really, people, they have said it. You have to believe me. Uh, Destroy All Humans gave us no indication that we were not getting it day and date. So we're kind of getting back into that cycle of uh, the coming soon games and not the day and dates when we know the game is coming. Uh, so the, the, the thought that I'm going to put out to y'all is how big of a problem is this for Stadia when we know that a game is coming, we think it might be day and date, but there's no communication, and they say nothing about it? Um, for me, I'm just going to go straight off and say that I personally think this is a huge issue only because for someone like me, for instance, games like this where I've, I've loved the original, been waiting for this one to obviously play it again. 
um, but then have to wait until a day or two beforehand to then hear, hear from the actual developers that it's not coming, while Stadia still doesn't say, even now, haven't said a word about it. Mm. Um, and for me, if I want to play it the day it comes out and Stadia still don't say anything, then I will just go somewhere else to buy instead, which then firstly puts me off from wanting to then buy on Stadia if I've then just paid for it. And then that's less money going to Stadia itself anyway. I think you just hit the nail on the head for me there as well, Ash. It's, it's, it would have taken two minutes for Stadia to just put a tweet out saying, sorry, it's not coming day and day. You know what I mean? It's coming soon. <laughs> we'll let them use the coming soon, even though we don't like that phrase. We'll let them use it this one time. Um, just just set the expectation. We've said it a million times. Set the expectation. Mm. You can't be disappointed if, well, you can't be as disappointed if someone sets your expectation for you. You know what I mean? And then and then when the day when it's supposed to come out, it doesn't, they'll say, well, we did tell you, so. See, the thing is, after the... Um... After that message came out um, two, three days beforehand, um, I did go back to the THQ YouTube channel and check through all the uh, trailers for the, this entire month. For the first third of the month, we did have the Stagey logo there with the whole coming soon kind of stuff. But then as soon as we got around halfway through the month, any trailer or gameplay from then, it did have the date of the 28th, but the Stagey logo was removed and played replaced with just the PC logo. But again, still and, nothing from Stadia when they could have just said, not getting it yet, coming later. And at least earlier in June, we had folks message Destroy All Humans on Facebook to say, hey, is it going to be on the 28th? And uh, they received confirmation. We actually saw a couple of different folks who, who got this kind of same message. Um, and of course, then we reach out and, nope, we have no date yet. So something changed between June and July, which is, it's okay. It's okay if something changes. It's okay if COVID knocked out your workforce and and you just, you're not going to hit that target. But I would much rather have them, exactly as you're saying, come out and say, hey guys, it's coming out on the 28th on the following platforms and we're working really hard to get it out on Stadia as soon as possible. More details coming soon. Yeah, exactly. All it takes is a tweet or a, a sentence in a press release, you know, and that's it. it it's, it's done. But what I, I don't understand, it seems to be a recurring theme here with games coming to Stadia is neither Stadia, the developer, or the publishers, the, none of them seem to want to confirm if these games are coming day and date or, or when they're coming. They just, you know, they leave it up until the last minute and then everybody gets disappointed and everybody gets up in arms and we, we end up having discussions like we're having now because of it. You know, just just tell us up front. Is it coming? Is it not coming? Take two minutes. This one is where it really I don't I think people gotta look at the big picture here. Um now I have said in the past that I don't see stay even though it's my preferred way to play, when I look at the entire market, I don't consider it a premier platform, not because it lacks capabilities, but because it doesn't have the games and it doesn't have the games day and date. But that has nothing to do with their ability to communicate. You know what I mean? And I see often in the community, and I and, and I and I respect everybody's opinions, but I'll often see in the community, it's not Stadia's fault, it's not Stadia's fault. So I I, I want to try this scenario now. Bear with me. So say if God forbid, say if Lee and Dan come over to my house and we're all drinking beers and everyone's toasted and they leave, and for some god awful reason, Lee and Dan get into a fight in my yard. Right. 
And I'm just looking out the window and I'm drinking and I'm entertained. I'm just watching. I'm like, holy cow. I hope that it looks like they're about to fall into these people walking by. They're going to bust them in the head with the bottle. And that's what actually happens. Police show up and they say, hey, MM2K, what did you do? Oh, hey, look, I didn't fight. I didn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't me, but I provided the alcohol. You know what I mean? And it happened on my property. And the same thing to me applies to Stadia. You are providing the platform. The people are here. The gamers are here to, you know, they're, they're coming around for you. So when when a developer or a publisher falls short in the communication, people are expecting you, the unsuspecting gamers suspecting you to swoop in and clarify things. There has to be like a, a, a gone gold process or something at Stadia. And they got to figure it out soon because they can't go into Gen 2.0 with this stuff still happening. They're going to lose. People are going to lose confidence in the platform's ability to provide their basic needs. And that is knowing when stuff is coming out. And ultimately, somebody is made. Somebody's making a decision. There's somebody in Stadia Marketing, Stadia PR, Stadia Community that is having a conversation with their developer partner and saying, "Okay, let's look at the dates. And are you going to make this? No, great. And then here's a conversation about what do we say? Do we say anything? And so somebody's making the decision to say nothing at all. Nothing. And yep. that's not great because. I wonder if they're possibly misjudging the level of frustration of the community um, to think that we would be more upset by hearing about a delay than not hearing anything at all. And if that's their thought process, I think the overwhelming evidence is we'd rather you say more. And even if it's mm -hmm. disappointing news, we'd rather you give us that news. We're grown-ups, minus the folks who are playing under 18. We can all handle this if you just tell us later. It's coming later. We're trying COVID. COVID, COVID, COVID. They've got at least another year to be able to blame mm -hmm. everything on COVID. <laughs> just blame everything on the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, your pizza was late. It's COVID. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. The, there's a typo on the YouTube page. It's COVID. Like, yeah. that's fine. Y'all have some, some room for that, but... Y'all got to do, you know, tell us a little bit more. It, it, it's like everything is cake and now everything is COVID. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but, but Stadia is a cake. Can, can I just add to that real quick? Um, and Avery, you hit it the head right on the nail, but this is what I think that they're doing. And again, this is me with my tinfoil hat. I think what's going on is they're saying, again, going, referring back to the target demo, the target demo doesn't care about day and date. If we tell, like you said, Avery, if we tell these hardcore gamers that something isn't coming out day and date, they're going to make a big deal out of it. But it's better that I know, you know, I know the I know than not know. We're going to make a bigger deal out of it if we don't know at all. So I think Google is hedging their bets in the wrong way and they don't realize that it's better to just have some type of communication out there and give some type of clarity opposed not to saying nothing because we're going to bark louder if we know nothing opposed to knowing something. It's right along what Ash that. said. Oh, go ahead, Dan. I was going to say, um, it, it, we don't know whose fault it is. I, I don't like to use the word fault because mm -hmm. that implies blame, but I'm going to use it just for the sake of my argument. So we don't know whose fault it is that it's not coming day and day. It's more than likely the devs. Um, mm -hmm. But if, if, for example, if it's the devs' fault, then Stadia should, be, should have the ability to kind of say, not it's their fault, blame them. Yeah, but, do you know what I mean by by saying it's not coming to Stadia day and day? It kind of takes some of the blame off Stadia just a tiny bit because mm -hmm. we, you know what I mean, people can obviously see through that fog and know that 
it's probably the devs' fault. It's not exactly. exactly. At least yeah. Stadia have addressed it, whereas the developers mm-hmm. didn't. So they could have helped themselves a little bit that way, I think. And and it's very much like Ash said, you know, you're going to go buy it on another platform. Well, to, to merge your two thoughts, if the person they are trying to get to buy this game does not have a PlayStation or an Xbox under the TV and their gaming PC is the gateway PC that's got Windows 95 on it that they've been using for <laughs> 15, 20 years, then it's not going to matter to them that mm-hmm. Destroy All Humans is coming out later. Because chances are, the first time they're ever even going to know that was a game is when they mm-hmm. were scrolling through the list Stadium. of games in the store. Yep. Yep. And so it might not even matter to how many of those gamers, um, or how many of those gamers that they're trying to reach, the next billion people. Um and it could very well be that they fund everything through that pool of people and let the software and the hardware and the experience attract the first billion to the platform later when it's ready to go and everybody's already used to the concept of playing on GeForce Now or xCloud or whatever else. And Stadia's job is made much easier at that point because then it's just, oh yeah, I saw this trailer for this incredibly insane game using Elastic Computing and Project Chimera and... Aaron Hoffman, John on a treadmill. Um, it's gonna look. It's gonna look great. Then that gets the first billion when they are when really they're going after the second. Or next. Yeah, I just want to quickly pick up, bring up a um, comment from Alakazam, um, which I do agree with what he's saying that obviously Google needs to make sure they get stuff out there, get the information known, um, because yes, while it is mainly aimed at the casual gamers. Um, at the same time, a huge proportion. Oh, sorry about that. Um, there is a, also a huge proportion that are full-on gamers. Like I'm a full PC gamer, but I want to try this just to give it a go, see how it is, and I do prefer this. But for me, like I've mentioned earlier, if 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 Google keep doing this, where they wait till the last second to let us know it's not coming at all or it's not coming for us, then it will get to the point where a lot of people will start leaving because it's like. But what's the point if we know it is going for this platform straight away? Whereas with this, we've got to wait months, if not up until the day, and mm-hmm. people will just slowly move away. But you know, I, I, and I've had this thought in the back of my head for a while because this phrase of people will start leaving has come up before. I'm going to say something that might be a little uh, dramatic or shocking or whatever. What if Google doesn't care that those people leave? Because Stadia is not a platform that when you leave it, you go sell the PlayStation (laughs) or you go trade in the Xbox. So it's perfectly fine if your gorgeous controller goes and gets stuck (laughs) on a shelf for six months because you're done with Stadia and you're leaving Stadia and Stadia is just not hitting it for me. And then six months from now, you see a trailer and you go... Well, I could see if it still charges because it probably still charges. I still have that, you know, and then you're back because there was nothing to leave. Yeah. I, I don't truly think anybody, there's a little bit of the I'm going to take my ball and go home mentality that comes with that phrase. Um, and I, I truly doubt that if, if a thousand people left Stadia, 999 of them wouldn't just come back when there was a game they wanted to play on it. Yeah. You know, great point. Great point. I want to, I just want to highlight Alakazam's comment again as well and um i kind of want to say we're um, not understanding the impact that is being new to the gaming market well you've got to take the fact that a lot of you've got like you phil harrison who mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. he's he's a veteran in in the game yeah. community 
he's he's got you know what I mean more miles under his belt than what we've got. Yes, in in that kind of industry, so he knows the impact of of not, you know what I mean, doing things like not communicating. He he knows what works and what doesn't. So yes, you are right. They do get some sort of a pass for being new to the gaming market, but some of the talent that they've got isn't new to the gaming market, mm-hmm. and yeah. it, it it's not hard to kind of, you know what I mean, look to the to the history. Um, and and I, I can't remember who said this. I, I, I read it or someone said it recently. But um, in order to to not learn from past mistakes, you need to look at history because um, history repeats itself. And th- there's lots and lots of, you know I mean, there's over like 20, 30 years of history in gaming that you can look back on to not repeat these same mistakes. Um, if I can pop, pop in here, I, no, I think... On. I think what a lot of people are forgetting is mobile gaming is gaming. If you may be a purist PC gamer, but I guarantee you that you have a game on your phone. That that is from an app store. I don't mean like you're using Stream, not Stream Connect, the the Steam remote play. I'm not talking about remote playing. I mean you will have a mobile game on your phone. I can almost I'd put money on it. Um and from the figures that I've heard from alphabet google knows how to sell games i don't think there's going to be any problem with their we're all worried that they're taking the wrong strategy but during during the pandemic the pandemic has crossed q1 to the end of q2 so far it's been the first half of this year and q2 their app sales have gone up by 35 percent and I'm, we're talking billions here. We're not just saying, oh, they've had like an extra couple of hundred million. They've had an extra couple of billion dollars of income from this. So if there's one thing that they do know how to do is smart business. We might not be able to see it because we want it now. We're the tech enthusiasts. We're not their, we're not their target audience, um, which is why one of the options for that um, survey, they didn't say um, like behind the scenes or or engineering data or you know and i had to put that in as another i'm happy to tell you that because that's what i want to know i want to know how they send this i want to i want to see the server farm with those blades you know that's what i'm into i don't i really don't care what games are on the platform because i know games will come what i want to know is how does it bloody work because it must be mind-blowing um I, I already yeah. told you it's Aaron Hoffman John on a treadmill. <laughs> Magic <laughs> like AI and treadmill. But and yeah. you know, good point for Stadia hunters here. We I think we don't give Google enough credit sometimes. They're the richest company on the planet. It's it's Apple and and Alphabet. They trade places for market cap every other month. There is no company that has made more money on this planet than Google. So there's a degree to which Nobody wants to hear this. Um, I'm going to give them a dose of medicine, MMK2K. Oh, go, go they, for it, my friend. They know what they're doing, and we kind of just have to give it to them. Like, we kind of have to give them a little bit more leeway than, we, than we're willing to, because presumably there's nobody at Stadia sitting around a conference table saying, you know what I'd really like to do is take a big pile of money and set it on fire. Let's invent a gaming console. <laughs> so if if there there is no way the, the VP of finance would have ever said yes to that project. There's no way Sundar would have ever said yes to this project if they didn't look in the future and have a spreadsheet somewhere with 
a red section and a black section and a curve. And at mm -hmm. some point we're going to hit there and we're not there yet. And it could be a decade of Stadia before they cross into profitability. But in the meantime, they're making um, like tremendous uh, leaps forward in YouTube technology, tremendous leaps forward in clouding and cloud technology and data center technology. Um, Every, everything at Google means something else. Like a cigar is not always just a cigar. So we're not just feeding knowledge about how to be a gaming platform. They're, they're learning about how to better stream YouTube videos to us. They're learning about how people use their phone long term. They're learning about um, how to improve decoding technology and codecs. Like we're not just enjoying the fruits of a gameplay. This is also going to improve all of the cloud services that Google that Google has. Yeah, because video conferencing played a lot in it as well. I think one of the people that works on Stadia, or at least has worked on Stadia at some point, came from a video conferencing background. And he said that a lot of the technology that they've used to make Stadia is, is either complementing video conferencing or has come from video conferencing. So you're dead on with that, with that statement. Yeah. And yeah, just Rager says Tesla's sorry, Tesla's coming in the market cap, but you can play Stadia on your Tesla screen. So <laughs> there. <laughs> sorry, just have to say Go ahead, Ash. Yeah, just to uh, tag along with what you were just saying just then, um, to also praise them with one other piece of information, which I know Dan might enjoy this one, but at least Stadia doesn't have their own version of uh, Peter Molyneux, which for those <laughs> who don't know who he is. Yeah. He was involved in Fable as well as Connect, among other things, and he was extremely well known for overpromising ninety-nine percent of everything he says. You mean Fable, the game where everything you everything you do, everything matters, and then it turns out you can just kind of turn green or you can kind of glow, and that's yeah. all that Fable did. It's Fable is the whole reason I bought an Xbox. He, he 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 got the success with the original Fable, and I don't know. He just went to the man's head, and he got carried away with himself. I I tapped. And... I don't know if y'all remember the cube. Do y'all remember the cube yeah, thing yeah, where people were yeah. trying to break the cube? I spent plenty of time tapping on that damn cube. Yeah. To nothing, and the guy that won didn't even get his prize. He was like, "It's the most amazing prize ever. You're going to be a god in our video game." That kind of sucked. Um, and died out. After and died out. out. Yeah. I've got a quick uh, quick thing to bring up. So um, recently, I I was led to believe that Alphabet's highest earning period is during fall, or or as the rest of the world calls it, autumn. Um, and I think their business strategy is to give across the whole of Alphabet. This is I'm not just talking about Stadia, but it will trickle into this. I feel like that their business strategy is to give little bits at a time um, throughout the rest of the year. And then when fall comes, because during fall is when we have um, Black Friday, don't we? Or mm -hmm. Amazon Prime Day. And, you know, that's when um, those who don't actually know what Black Friday is, it's when shops are actually running at a profit. They're in the black instead of in the red. That's that's where it originated from anyway. Um and I think that's when Alphabet, as, as an overarching company, that's when they drive those um, new products and um, new services because they really know that that's when the money is going to get spent. So it's to, to bring that to Stadia, I have a feeling, first of all, that's where I believe 
Sabrina, the new Chromecast. Oh, 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 the new Chromecast Ultra is probably coming during autumn, because that would be the most sensible time for them to bring it anyway. Um, and in terms of what's on Stadia, I think, regardless of the fact that we know that um, Cyberpunk is coming towards the end of the year and that um, Watch Dogs is coming towards the end of the year and Sekiro is coming towards... Besides the fact that we know that they're coming towards the end of the year, all the new massive features that are going to really make Stadia stand out, I think they're coming in autumn. I think the September Connect... Maybe not the Connect, because I don't want to get your hopes up for a, for a Connect. Mm -hmm. We've had mm -hmm. two so far, and they've been not for us. I'll put it that way. But I think that's around then, that's when you're going to see, they're just going to drop everything in. But please don't get your hopes up, or just on my same we'll, we'll get, toe. We'll get Sabrina the Teenage Chromecast. Uh, <laughs> there. I, you know what? And, and I never even put all this together. You just like light bulb something above my head. I am calling it now. Sabrina will launch with free Stadia Pro. It will launch with probably three free months of Stadia Pro, and Chromecasts are a massive Black Friday sale target. They're just crates of them in the aisles in Walmart. Granted, they're not doing that this year. Um, they're they're not doing Black Friday, by the way, or not as, as mm -hmm. they quit. But it's a huge draw, and it's a major Christmas present because it's an easy stocking stuffer. And right there, they could get Stadia Pro in front of a million people instantly and you mm -hmm. load up the presumably it's going to have android tv so you load up it and you're going to hulu and right there it's a little box that says try stadia free and you're like well that's kind of interesting let me hit that i mean granted you have to have a controller if it's chromecast but you know launch on your phone now or whatever like that's that right there is going to bring stadia way forward who knows uh so any other final thoughts before we wrap it up, guys? Not really. Um, although I did... Well, has anybody else got any... Before I kind of say the next piece, because I just kind of want to add something in before we finish. I just want to... I just want to quickly, and this will be quick, I promise, um, respond to Duncan's comment that is around that. The, the news that Stadia wasn't mentioned when talking about games which are coming... Um, I've actually recently been reading all of the publishers and developers' earnings calls and investors' reports and all of that jazz recently, especially since the UNO news came from one of those. Um, so I was like, right, well, I'm going to go check. First of all, um, Stadia hasn't been mentioned by Google since before it was launched, when they said, we're really excited for Stadia, and then that's it. They haven't used the word Stadia or the words cloud gaming in any mm. earnings call since then. That may change next quarter because mm -hmm. it will be one year, si yeah, one year since the release of Stadia, but for now they're not. Um, EA have said that they are interested in, um, and Activision have said that they're interested in cloud gaming um, platforms, but they aren't sure whether to use other people's services, meaning Stadia, because it may come out with un... There may be terms that are less than fair for EA and Activision, or it's putting the money in to make their own cloud gaming services. So um, 
I don't think we're going to know until they've made that decision. But I'm pretty certain, considering the costs of making a cloud gaming platform, they're coming to Stadia. It's it's almost certain. They're going to want it on mm. xCloud, Stadia, and GeForce now, not just one. Yeah. I, I, I think, think I... Oh, sorry, you're going. And I was just going to say, I think that... Um, I, my personal opinion is don't put too much stock into stuff not being mentioned. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say that Apex is coming. Um, that that whole Washington Post thing where it got, quote unquote, revealed too early was too telling. I just think for some reason, Stadia wants this stuff super close to the vest. Maybe they want to make the announcement. Maybe their, their launch pad into a 1v1 battle with PlayStation and Microsoft will just be kaboom. Here goes everything right now. You play plus. This, that, you know, maybe they're just going to ramble off everything all at once. Maybe they think that'll that'll help and maybe it will. I don't know. But um, I think that there's definitely some stuff coming. Um, it's great for them to announce it early. We talked in an earlier segment about them being more transparent, but I just don't think that there's the motivators to them to do it yet. So I just wouldn't. I would just caution anybody to put too much weight in what's announced, opposed to what's not announced right now, because we don't know. We just don't know. Yeah. Dan, you had uh, something to cover. Yeah, it was more. It was more something that we kind of really should have done at the beginning of the show. If I'm honest, I think we were kind of quite flustered when we started, and that was just to <laughs> to to. Um, Ask how MM2K is actually doing, and and what, you know, I mean, what are you doing on your channel these days, and just just how how's everything going? Because we haven't actually spoke to you; we just kind of d- jumped straight into the news, if you know what I'm saying. So, I just want to speak to you a little bit more and get to know you for maybe the people that are new. We've got a lot of new faces in the chat, um, so people that might not know who you are and where they can find you and all that jazz. So. Did 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 uh, Eddie put you up to this? Because everybody's been watching how horrible my streams have been <laughs> and how much I've been dying. So no, no, I've uh, uh, um, I um, I've been just streaming a lot, man. I, I, I and I've been listening to you guys. Um, I've been Thank listening you. to a lot of the podcasts that are trying to get a grasp again on the transparency of Stadia and and you know it, it's. It's it's like playing Chinese checkers right now. So in culmination with me streaming and 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 Eddie laughing at my Wonder Boy streams and me dying on games constantly, I, I've just been doing podcasts. I do the weekly SSC podcast every Thursday. Uh, we do it before this show and try to rate the members from here to, to uh, from there to here. Um, and then I just do, I do some streams on Twitch. You know, I do I do um, division mainly. Um, and we do some uh, Borderlands three there as well. So definitely a lot of a lot of gaming, a lot of dying, and a lot of listening. So, <laughs> and of course you got the uh, Stadia Initiative as well. Yes, the Stadia Initiative. Every other Friday, it's me, Jamani, uh, um, uh, um, Eddie, Chase, Meg, the Superstar Meg, um, and Brian. Every every other week, we all get together and unite and fight against the. The, the naysayers of Stadia and give you that latest Stadia news. So, so, but which one of you is Hawkeye with just the bow, and that's all he's. Really I think done. that's six four because he's not, he never comes on time. So that's Hawkeye. <laughs> See, I know from what you've just said, all I can imagine now is people just walking around talking about Stadia and just going nay, 
Yeah. Yay! I'm not saying anything, I'm just saying nay. No. Random. <laughs> just a little group of them. Well, uh, Emma Duque, we certainly appreciate you joining us today. If people want to check out your channels um, and everywhere uh, you are, what's the uh, what's the channel handle? Where can they find oh, you? Oh, Jesus. I'm, I'm everywhere besides... Of the, of the know, 12. Which one? Exactly, which of the 12. Wanna, I'm in every local grocery store and pub. No, um, check me out on <laughs> on uh, YouTube at Stadia Dosage. I'm also at MM2K Videos, and then you can check me out writing articles for BroadbandBullies.com. I try to do an article once a week where I highlight good Stadia news, and we go over stats and stuff like that. And then lastly, you can catch me on Twitch at Mighty Most Two Thousand M I G H T Y M O S Two Thousand. Fantastic. Thank you so much. We're so glad to have you here. We appreciate you uh, jumping in and uh, we'll see you at Tesco. <laughs> uh, we, we appreciate you giving us a dose of the medicine on our channel uh, tonight. We appreciate it. Uh, we also really appreciate our patrons. If you have not checked out this wall of amazing folks, not only are you going to find people who are uh, fantastic supporters of ours, but there are also a lot of members of the community that have dumped in and uh, they put their money where their mouth is when they talk about making uh, the community and supporting everything that we do uh, even better. So if you want to have your picture on this list of amazing people, the only way to do that is to hit that become a patron button at the bottom that lets you subscribe to our channel where we are going to do some amazing fun stuff in fact we might just have an announcement to make right now from the guy in the box below me about that very thing that's you ash <laughs> I was almost looking at the bottom bottom of my URL, but I'm And thank you, Ash, for that amazing announcement. Uh, no, so really, Ash. Um, I hear yes. we've got some fun stuff coming up for our patrons, don't we, Ash? We do, yes. Um, so for the Platinum and Gold members, anyone who subscribes, you'll notice part of your perks is to have a uh, little play date with us from time to time, whether it's streamed or offline or whatever. That will obviously come up through the Discord which is where all the information is going to be, so join Discord. Um, but our first gaming session will be next Saturday, the 8th of or July? August? August. August. Um, <laughs> Get back at, in time. <laughs> yes, time travel all the time. Um, at around about 10pm UK time. So yeah, just keep an eye there, and uh, we'll be updating it as soon as we can. Fantastic. And that is platinum and gold level. So if you want to get in on those streams with the Stadia Source team, you want to make sure you hop to that uh, Patreon button, which is located at the bottom of every single one of our pages on StadiaSource.com. Speaking of StadiaSource.com, that is your number one source for news and reviews. So make sure you head out there and check out all the amazing articles, particularly hit up that review section. If you're not 100% certain if there's a game that you want to buy uh, or even give the, give the free uh, pro time, check out the review section because We've got more than half the uh, the games out there already covered, and you can get our amazing thoughts and feedback on whether or not it is something that is worth your time. At the bottom of this video, if you're here right now, there is a thumbs up button, and I'd love it if you hit that button because it lets us know that you like the content that you see here on StadiaSource.com, and right next to it is a subscribe button. Guys, we are this close, this close to 800 subscribers on our push to 1,000. If you're a YouTuber, you know what that 1,000 mark means, so you want to hit that button for us because you you like us and let us know and we'll come over to your page and hit that button too because we like you too 
Make sure you do that uh, and hit that like button and that subscribe button. You can also follow us on Twitter at Stadiasaurus. That is where we'll be tweeting out links to things like Discord, all of the news articles that you can find, and amazing stuff. Guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight for Stadiasaurus.com. My name is Avery, and we have been glad to have you. Thank you so much, and have a good one.